welcome my romance friends to Confessions of a Closet Romantic, your little shame-free romantic recess where we gush over the best romantic TV shows, rom-coms, movies, and books on a different theme each episode. This is Poppy, and in this episode, a quick take on Kevin Can Fuck Himself. If you live in America, I'm sure you're familiar with the stereotypical sitcom dad, the bumbling, self-centered husband, the eternal hen-pecked man-child, constant butt of the joke, living with a trapped wife who's forced to harangue and nag to be respected and appreciated. Uh, Another obnoxious stereotype with more than a grain of truth in it. These stereotypical characters are best represented for me by Everyone Loves Raymond, but there are plenty of other examples in past and present American broadcast TV. If I'm the one that has to do the laundry, why should I be the one to drag that thing upstairs, huh? Isn't the man supposed to carry stuff? Isn't that the manly thing to do, huh? Isn't that how that's supposed to be? Obviously, you spent a lot more time thinking about this than I have. (laughs) The truly groundbreaking and genre-shifting dark comedy Kevin Can Fuck Himself turns every facet of that trope right on its head. The tone of the show is whiplash, especially in the beginning, but it becomes fascinating. Like, There's a character who puts her cigarette out in the eyeball of a bus shelter ad poster face, and you just know, just like Fleabag, you're in for a wild and different ride. Apparently, the show was developed as a clapback to the sitcom Kevin Can Wait, starring Kevin James, exploring gender roles and gender politics in American family sitcoms, as well as American culture. It stars... The amazing Annie Murphy of Schitt's Creek as Allison, a tap dancing as fast as she can wife in working class Worcester, Massachusetts. She's married to Kevin, a genial but small-minded, self-centered, loudish guy who clearly does not deserve the attention and affection she gives him, a dynamic that many are more than familiar with nap and dinner. Neil, I love you, but it's high time we abandon your get-rich-quick schemes in favor of a get-wealthy-fast idea I recently had. Sounds way better. I'm listening. We're gonna open our own escape room. I've never heard of this thing, which immediately makes me hate it. An escape room is a business idea, Dad. People pay good money to be locked inside a room. Plus, you can do it right here. We already got a basement and a padlock. That's what they call low overhead. Please don't lock anyone in my house. Babe, we're discussing business here like titans of industry. You wouldn't understand. Kev, look at the first three letters of the word titans. (laughs) Kev? Kev? Kevin? What, what, what? Where are the keys? What, what do you need the keys for? For the car. I'm taking Patty to the beauty expo. Pretty sure I mentioned that to you last night, and then again this morning. I don't remember that, and I remember everything. And I must have forgotten to ask. Oh, God, how could I forget? 
such an idiot. Here I was going to get you guys a few handles of tequila from the duty-free liquor store in New Hampshire. Whoa. Hey, now. If you need the car, you need the car. Don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> the keys are with the wall spoons. Thanks, honey. OK, we need to think of a theme for our escape room. Last thing, I have a corned beef in the oven. Yep, yep. And for advertising reasons, the theme should probably rhyme with the word room. I need you to take it out in a few hours, OK? OK, let's think. What do people want desperately to escape from? Escape tomb. Anybody hear me? Escape womb. Got to get out of there. <sighs> Too disgusting. Alexa, can you please set the timer for six hours from now? Six hours. Starting now. Oh, what'd you get it going for? The beef is in the oven. I'm leaving now. Please don't burn down my house. Easy, babe, sure. Well, what do you need the keys for? I can't. I mean, Allison's cute and all, but sometimes I think she thinks I'm an idiot. I tell you, being married really is. I know that look. Stroke! <laughs> Neil, you can't just scream out stroke. Fine. Genius stroke! No, 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 both of you, shut up. <laughs> I've got a theme. Who wants to escape the most? Just, like, drop everything and go AWOL. Priest. Shawshank. What? <laughs> no and no. There's a group of people who have it even worse. Husbands. <laughs> Boys, we're gonna make an escape Groom. <laughs> Escape room. Right? You get it, Neil? No. Annie Murphy's performance is so subtle, and what plays across her face telegraphs at the beginning of the story so many conflicting, heart-wrenching messages. The show's structure reflects this dichotomy for her, Part of the time, she's starring in a sitcom. Bright, happy, public face for her inner world, complete with kooky relatives and neighbors, stale jokes, bright studio lights, and a laugh track that leads the audience by the nose to what we are all supposed to find amusing about this life. The set is a near-perfect imitation of the Everyone Loves Raymond set, with the front door, kitchen door, sofa, and stairs nearly in the exact same places. Dad? I hope you still have some contacts in the miracles department of the church, because this oh. qualifies. <laughs> that is a great bag. Very roomy. I think he's talking about what's inside. Please don't be alive. Please don't be alive. Also, please don't be dead. So there I was, walking down the street. No one else was around. When boom, this just appeared in front of me. Kevin! I live at the Worcester Centrum. What, you took that? The wind took it off the side of the Worcester Centrum. And it's got your name on it, so legally it belongs to you. Your grasp of the legal system is so interesting. My public defender said the same thing. <laughs> Let's hang my banner off the side of the house, yeah? After we staple the good sheets over anything that doesn't say Kevin. Why would you specify the good... <sighs> Never mind. All right, ideas on how we can do this? I got my dad's toe in wenches. You're a wench. <laughs> no. 
guys. We've used the towing winches to do a pulley system. System? Patty, we're climbing one roof. We're not going to take Vegas. <laughs> I know. Neil, you shimmy up the drain pipe and hang it off the old lightning rod. I'm sure it doesn't do anything important. Please be careful. On it. Fine. Do it your way. Oh. I'd say break a leg, but Neil most definitely will. But when Allison steps off that sitcom stage into a darkened kitchen facing the camera in that first episode, the laugh track quietly disappearing, the colors become dull, the pace slows, and her smile fades away. That studio audience is quieter, and then you begin to see how she and the culture around her really feels about her marriage and her life. Like it's super oppressive view of marriage. Allison. Huh? Are you giving up? Uh, how do you mean? What's going on here? Oh, uh... You look like 10 miles of bad highway. It's, uh, <laughs> actually my new favorite. Oh, it, it's got stains. I know. I like them. Okay. Thing is, this sweatshirt is actually... You've got a good shape going on under all of that. Don't just let yourself go. It's not fair to Kev to just give up. Not fair to Kev. I should be wearing orthopedic shoes from Holly Lane for my planners, but Chuck says they make me look like a night nurse coming in to change his diaper. Mm. So what do I do? I go over to Target, I get myself nice flats, I deal with my arches on my own time. Okay. Well, you know you don't have to do that, right? Because that's... that's crazy. <laughs> no, honey. That's marriage. <laughs> uh, has Kev seen this new look? No. Oh, good. No, I just wear this here. Oh, I, I get cold. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'll pick up a space heater from Lowe's. Warm you right up. I'm so glad you're eating healthy with me. I can't do anything alone. Glad my company's good for something. You're good for more than that. Got Ray Donovan all ready to go. I'm hooked. Ugh. His accent's for shit, though. Yeah. It's true. <clears throat> mm. Guess how much this salad cost us? 60 cents. Well, no. I mean, 249 though? Plus the dressing, which we already have, but... At a salad bar, we'd be paying seven bucks each. Plus tip and tax. Maybe by summer we'll save up enough for our own place on the Cape. Show off our skinny arms on the beach. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, maybe tonight we Do could... you mind if we don't? Tonight? Oh, yeah. Of course. I'm just really tired. Yeah, you don't have to explain. It's 
I'm always happy just sitting here with you. Yeah. Me too. The thing about Allison's sitcom face is that it's so amenable, so cheerful, oblivious, and unflappable that you really believe, like many women believe about their own lives, that this is the best she can ever hope to achieve. Why are you eating outside? Um, I'm stalling. Kevin's inside. He and Neil got into a fight. They don't do that. Do now, I guess. It was nice for the first 30 seconds until Kevin started looking to me to fill the Neil-sized hole. As soon as I go in there, he's gonna put me to work. So don't do it. Like, that's an option. I'm just gonna whine until I, like, drive 90 miles to get pork belly or something stupid like that. This fight between them is gonna be the end of me. Allison, I'm always impressed with how you can make nothing to do with you. All about you. Okay. Well, if I'm so obnoxious, why don't you go in there and deal with Kevin's chili hysteria? Or go home and deal with Neil's. Go on, Patty, go be one of the boys. I knew it. You hate them as much as I do. I don't hate them. Yes, you do. I knew it. I knew there was something else going on. I just didn't know it was selling drugs. Can you just be cool? I'm right. That's way better. She trudges around in shapeless sweaters and an army jacket, but you begin to see Allison gradually wake up to her own feelings and desires. As she continues to step on and off the stage, into the sitcom and out of the sitcom, the cuts become more seamless, and you notice that sharp contrast in her interior and exterior worlds, the chinks in that brittle, cheerful facade. So, what eventually happens? Hi. I was hoping to do Hey, there's no eating in here. This is the library. Of course. Sorry. Um... Um, do you want a napkin? Oh, no, I'm fine. Um, I was hoping to do some computer research. I'm writing a book. It's a romance novel, actually. It's about a woman who's sad. She's very sad. She just wasted the last 10 years of her life on this terrible marriage. Very pathetic. It's very depressing in the beginning. But, um, but then one day, she realizes what she wants, truly, and she has this brilliant plan. She keeps playing perfect housewife, but in the meantime... Affair with her neighbor. What? No. She decides to kill her husband. Why wouldn't she just leave? Leave? Like it's easy? Like you just let her take the $194 she has and buy a bus ticket to Jersey? <laughs> no. What would you do, sleep on the street? I'd find her anyway. And maybe she doesn't want to leave. Maybe this isn't about leaving at all. Maybe she wants him dead and he deserves it. How is that romantic? It's aspirational. Computers are in back. Thank you. 
This show gets real, real fast. So let's reflect on the title of the show. This isn't just a random thought she has. Spoiler alert over. The men in Kevin Can Fuck Himself don't come off well, and not because they're useful, lazy writing comedic devices. Because they're truly awful to the women in their lives, which is a lived experience for many women. And they're finally being called out for their BS in a national TV show. The show goes to some dark places, but that is also a lived experience for many women in romantic relationships. It's written and produced by Valerie Armstrong and Rashida Jones, and it's been renewed for a second and dang it final season. Allison goes on to live her best, or shall I say, better life. And I don't advocate committing crime to redress sexual gender power imbalances, even if it would be deeply satisfying. But just like in the song Goodbye Earl, link in the show notes, Allison has put in her time being pushed around by men in romantic relationships and otherwise, and I'm rooting for her. If you enjoy this podcast, I hope you'll tell a friend about it and share this episode. For more information and show notes, visit confessionsofaclosetromantic.com. Hi, America. Well, you know what I'm talking about here, don't you? I'm glad we're all here to talk it all out. And until next time, wishing you plenty of authentic, loving, shared laughs with a partner who truly deserves you.